You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. Welcome in to another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. My name is Wes. Howdy, everybody. It's your boy, Kevin. And we are in our director's series. Hope everyone's enjoying this. We are definitely really just loving, you know, digging into these these men that direct these amazing movies. Uh, we're going to throw some women in here, too. So don't think that we're sexist. We're, I swear we're not. <laughs> but we're just plowing through these guys left and right, trying to get through these guys and all their, you know, their filmographies and whatnot. So, plowing. Um, yeah, we're plowing. We're going to plow you. I'm going to plow you, buddy. I mean, uh, what? Okay. You guys won't um, get this shit anywhere else, so uh, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously, God. Um, but yeah, we really are just uh, just loving the series, and hopefully you are too. So uh, tonight we're going to be delving into a, I want to say it's split, because a lot of people, I even put a poll out to see who likes this person and who doesn't. Um, I have never really been a fan, but. And I won't say any more than that because you'll find out later what's going on. But um, we're going to be covering Lucio Fulci tonight. Uh, Italian director has done many, many uh, famous horror films. Honestly, I mean, if you, you know, some of the stuff we're going to talk about tonight, people know those names of these films and, you know, some, some very epic scenes that you guys, oh, yeah, I know that movie. You know, it's, it's one of those I was, I was watching. Them, like, oh, I know that that scene. I've seen this on, you know, YouTube or whatever. So, yes. Um, yeah. So. But um, it's worth noting real quick. Um, Yeah. So for people that might be like, oh, they agree too much. um, Shit's going to change in this episode. Uh, (laughs) The one thing I know about Wes's opinion on Lucio Fulci is he thinks he's garbage. Um, I'm sure. Oh, please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. (laughs) Now, I will. I'm sure we'll expand upon that in a little bit. But so pretty much I'm just going to run through this real quick for all you new listeners uh what we do we pick a specific director i'll uh go over their entire discography and we will also name our top five i don't know his he doesn't know mine adds jalapenos to the chili it's a good time mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and and like like you said before this episode is gonna be a little different and i, I guess we'll lay it out now i guess we'll just go ahead and give you guys the the skinny on this episode of course you know we always give our top five favorites from you know either you know genre or slasher movie series franchise or director, this episode is going to be way different in the fact that Kevin's going to give his top five Fulci films. I'm going to give my bottom five Fulci dun, films. Dun, dun. <laughs> so it's going to be really different in how we approach this episode. It's going to be interesting to see how this goes down because you know, if this goes well, we may want to try this again in the future. So this is a you know, pull back the curtain type of thing, you know, see what we're doing behind the scenes, you know, working out some, some new ideas. So uh, this is the first time we've ever done this. So I'm excited to see how this goes. And I just, I, I'm just going to say this real fast. I don't get it. I just, I don't get it. I maybe I hope, I hope by this episode, in this episode, I will have a better appreciation for what he's done for cinema but we'll see. Kevin's really got his work cut up for. Oh him yeah, there, no, so. I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna lay it down to you today. Yeah, and, it, see, and I'm not even gonna try to change your opinion because I know that this is like your 
one of your bread and butters. So I'm not even going to try. I could try, but it would probably fail miserably. So I'm just not even going to worry about it. So, um, but we figured out a way to make it work for you guys. Uh, Wes obviously was unable to come up with a top five. I, first time in podcast history. Let's let's note that right now that Wes hates Fulci so much. <laughs> He can't even come up with a movie he likes by him. So that sounds so bad. That sounds so bad. I don't. The guy himself, he's probably a great guy. I just don't think he can make films. I just think he should Jesus not try Christ. doing that at all. I just don't. Brutal. I can I can just see it now. I mean, people are going to be hating. I mean, he's like you know, like Wes, you know, like big pictures of my face on billboards and you know, and X's through them or you know, riots in the streets. I can see it now. It's going to be horrible. Please, guys. I, oh yeah, you're gonna have to move probably, out of the country. Probably. I mean, I'm not moving to Italy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, let's just get to it. Let's. I'm very anxious to see how this episode is going to unfold, and uh, I hope you have a good time. Uh, I just. Oh my god, saying this now, I'm like, damn it, I'm gonna get so many DMs and emails and just hate calls and death threats. <laughs> well, it's about time. I feel like it's usually directed at me. And it's true. You know, I will always direct all the hate mail to you. So this episode, I'm going to say all hate mail goes to, you know, old man goes face or Wes at just at me, just at me all over the place because I, I deserve it. I really deserve it. So, cause I know a lot of people love Fulci and whew, here we go. Alrighty, Lucio Fulci, here we go. Born June 17th, 1927 in Rome, Italy. Obviously the place that Wes will be moving here shortly. <laughs> he... <laughs> no way! I actually do love Italy though, so. Yeah, it, oh, it's beautiful. Mm. Um, He has died. He, 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 <laughs> he, he like, done died. Um, he passed away March 13th, 1996. So uh, two and a half decades ago, he's been gone now. Um. Mm. I mean, there's not really too much. I can't. I couldn't find too much about his past. I knew he kind of came from a poor family, and his mother wanted him to be a lawyer, and then he ended up making movies. All of a sudden, it's like, eh, fuck you, mom. I want to like show people be eviscerated on camera. Uh, <laughs> now, it's worth noting in his entire filmography, he started as an associate producer on a film called The Last Days of Pompeii, which was released in 1950. Now, Whoa. I didn't know that his kind of filmmaking credits started back that far. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, yeah, that's kind of like the first film that he's ever been associated with. And his first directorial debut was in 1959 in a movie called The Thieves, which I haven't seen, but I've heard it's an Italian Spanish criminal comedy film. So, wow. yeah, um, that could be interesting. But as mm-hmm. many of you know, he is typically known as a slew of things godfather of giallo films uh godfather of gore well actually that's more so hg lewis but just when you associate him you think of the 70s and 80s kind of horror movement but he's been around since the 50s he has a plethora an absolute plethora of films he directed in the 60s that mostly not horror a lot of kind of crime and uh comedy and action films he has a couple spaghetti westerns i always wondered why they called it that do you know why they called it that I don't know. Maybe spaghetti while you're watching it. I don't know. Something like that. That's a reach. <laughs> I can almost guarantee <laughs> that's not what it is. Well, I mean, maybe because he's Italian. He's he's, make, he's an Italian making you know, oh, westerns. Oh, okay. I mean, that's a, Interesting. That's 
Oh, uh, and that's worth noting. I am eleven percent Italian, so ooh, ooh. yeah, I did one of those twenty-three and me's, and it said eleven percent Italian. So I want to get, I want to get, I want to get eleven percent in me, and if you don't know what I mean. Oh, hello. Mm-hmm. Well, some, <laughs> my eleven percent is a hundred percent. All right. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> You're bound to be disappointed. That was the no, no, no. I'm not disappointed. Hey, listen, you never disappoint me ever. I just right now, Kevin is the most. Gen- oh, never mind. Yeah, go that, ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's for it's a sexual podcast. That's right. <laughs> our next, our next on the list is okay. okay God, so many podcast lists, man. I'm telling you. Okay, go ahead. All right, let's knock through these here. So now, after kind of his '60s stint in all kinds of genre films, uh, one of the bigger ones, horror, I guess, Jallo films he released was in 1971 called "A Lizard in a Woman's Skin." Um, hmm. I'm just kind of going to go through a lot of his kind of more well known. Uh, then a year later. In 1972, he released a film called The Eroticist and Don't Torture a Duckling. Mm-hmm. Um, skip forward a couple years, couple years, and then in 1979 came one of his biggest horror films, uh, Zombie 2, otherwise known as mm-hmm. Zombie, otherwise known as all kinds of different names. We we <laughs> talked about that, Wes and I talked about that before recording. We're like, mm-hmm. how many names does this movie have? And <laughs> Seriously. That's the thing with a lot of these Italian movies is that, holy shit, man. They will rename a movie just to kind of capitalize off of the success of whatever is happening in the American cinema. Now, True. Zombie 2 is obviously kind of referring to Dawn of the Dead, George A. Romero's film, which, uh, don't quote me, was that 77? Oh, God. 76? <sighs> sounds about right. That sounds right. Somewhere around there. So, so Somewhere. it was renamed Zombie 2, technically, to pretty much say it was a sequel to dawn of the dead even though obviously it wasn't so you'll see it as zombie zombie 2 all kinds of shit um next in the next coming year 1980 he released city of the living dead will that be on either Wes or i's lists uh we will see 1981 was his biggest year ever he released the black cat the beyond and the house by the cemetery now whether you're a fan or not that's pretty impressive to release three films that are kind of highly regarded in the horror community. Not in Wes's mm-hmm. head, but in the horror community. <laughs> uh, 1982 came New York Ripper and Manhattan Baby. 1983, Conquest. Uh, Murder Rock in 1984. Devil's Honey in 1986. He was actually in a producer for The Curse from 1987, starring Will Wheaton, an American movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Um, in 1988, he directed Zombie 3 and Enigma. I... I I'm going to go ahead and spill my beans. I haven't seen either of these. So, mm, yeah, me uh, Cat and Ebb Brain in 1990 and Voices from Beyond 1994. And then his, well, okay. So there's a film that he kind of worked on. He was scheduled to direct, but he ended up passing away during production. So they had to kind of get, assign another director. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Dario Argento. No, Sergio really? Davaletti. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, that was his final film under uh the somewhat director's chair the wax mask in 1997 um so yeah that's pretty much it that's a lot like he's done a lot in his lifetime he made a lot of crappy ass i mean uh films at his time <laughs> jesus god <sighs> give me no. a long one folks he is rolling in his grave right now lucio buddy i mean he should have just stuck with making something in the kitchen honestly but you know, i don't know what, anyway, yes, yes, spaghetti western. So with no western, just keep the western out of it. Unless you're making like like Southwest spaghetti. Otherwise, that's yeah, it is what it is. Is that where they put like uh, chili on it? 
Yes, chili. And I like, think it's you know, a Cincinnati pepper. thing, putting chili I, yeah. in your spaghetti. That's what I've heard. That's, yeah. That's, I mean, I put my spaghetti in your chili, so. Well, I put my chili in your spaghetti, so. Oh, babe. Mm. All right. Bam, uh, bam, okay. bam. That's, that sexual podcast is not really good right now. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. If you guys don't hear that, you got to subscribe to our, our hidden Patreon. If you find that Patreon, Ooh. you are. You are in the inner circle. It is our That's only fans. Shit, I wasn't figured out, man. God. Yeah. <laughs> My God, you mentioned the only fans podcast. Wow, oh, holy shit. That may, be, that may be a thing, dude. We may be a, we, should, we should actually get on top of that. Just holy like shit. record the podcast naked. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing it right now anyway, but I mean, I mean, you could too, so. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm only wearing one piece of clothing, and that's for you to decide what it is. Mm, I'm already thinking about it right now. Mm. Uh, tube socks sounds so good right now. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> all right. So, okay, this is interesting because we have our shit pick coming up. But all of these I are your shit picks. Yeah, so see, it's, I, I can't wait to figure out which one of my films lands in your shit pick. <laughs> so pretty much how your top five is going to work. Um, obviously, I'm going to give a shit pick. Do you have a shit pick or no? No, I did not. Okay. Just for the fact that whatever you picked, I'll just say, yeah, that's shitty and move and roll with you. So. <laughs> and, then, and then your number one is going to be your least favorite, correct? E- wow, I didn't think about that. No, my number one is going to be my most favorite. My, it's my least hated. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, everybody yeah, pay yeah. attention. His number one is going to be his least hated film. Yes. The, the one I think is not as horrible as the rest of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say the word good or great or you know it just is not as bad as the rest of them. So, yeah, pretty bad. Okay, so let's just get into it. Let's. I want. I can't wait to figure out which one your shit pick is because I know I probably have it on my list. So, <laughs> or maybe not. We never know. We Here we go. <laughs> hey kids, it's time for Kevin's shit pick of the week. All right, so in this shit pick segment, I pick my least favorite film of uh, whatever director we're covering. And this week, under Lucio Fulci, I had to pick Don't Torture a Duckling from 1972. Hmm, okay. Now, I'm guessing this isn't one you've seen? No, it's not one I've seen, no. Okay. Um, It's slow. Now, Mm. I know a lot of people enjoy this one. Um, It kind of, it's, it's it's a real early giallo. And it kind of centers around a child murderer. Mm-hmm. And it's just so damn dull, man. It is long. And if, if it's if the runtime's not that long, it sure goddamn feels like it. Yeah, it's only 102 <laughs> minutes long, so it's like an hour yeah. and 42. But, See, a lot of his films aren't very long at all, but they seem like they're like six years long. Seriously. <laughs> like, fuck, dude. So, if everybody dies, you probably can make too many damn films that are that long. Holy shit, you waste your entire life making films. <laughs> but from, from what I hear, a lot of people think that he has a lot of kind of boring or slow films and because not with this one, but I know he adds a lot of kind of eroticism to a lot of his films, a lot of kind mm-hmm. of sleaziness. So mm-hmm. that can definitely slow it down. But with this one in particular, it was just almost like nothing was really happening. Um, I know, again, I know a couple of people who tout this one rather highly, so whatever, but yeah, it just didn't really do that much for me. Just slow. Um, there is actually kind of one scene that actually honestly creeped me out and kind of made me feel really uncomfortable. Uh, one of the kids is dead and he's like in a pond and he's like a couple inches under the water and it just like shows this dead kid underwater. Obviously, Uh, yeah, yeah, obviously it's a a fake kid. 
Unless, you well, know, Lucio Fulci legitimately just drowned this kid just for the sake oh, of this scene. Let's hope not. Damn, that we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I have to get back and say about you, buddy. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> so if I had to give one flush to one of Lucio Fulci's films, it would be have to be this one. There it goes. Goodbye. Shit. Um, <laughs> You're going to have to play I mean, that after every single one of your... Uh, Oh, I planned on it. I planned on it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. And a theme that's going to come up a lot in my, my top five is there is so, he wastes so much time in every one of his films. There are so many long drawn out shots, a lot of bullshit that should have been cut out. There's a lot of, you know, dead space, dead weight, dead air, just dead. Like, you should have killed all these films and just buried in the backyard. Seriously, I just don't understand. It still blows my mind that you haven't found one that you thought was decent. I mean, okay, well, well let's not get ahead of ourselves Yeah, here. we'll let's get just, there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's just go. Let's just let's just hit it because, I, I just, yeah, I got a lot, to, I don't know, a lot to say, but I got some stuff to say. So, anyway, let's just get into our top fives, or your top five, my bottom five. First time ever. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Number five. Voodoo's just superstitious for you. Well, whatever it is, it makes the dead stand up and walk. I've seen it with my own eyes. It's a priest who, by hanging himself, opened the gates of hell. Speak it. What do you want? To dedicate a murder to you. In reality, he's, I would say, he's one of the most creative directors I have worked with. <laughs> that duck and, and, literally made me laugh out loud. I, I heard you. Well, okay, okay, so that, okay, so just so everybody knows that the person at the end there was not Lucio Fulci. I could not find anything of his anywhere of him speaking any English at all. Um, that was actually Jorge Rivero. He is in a few, uh, he was in a lot of Spanish films. He was in a few uh, Fulci films, but that was just him giving a little bit of a, you know, just a, a bump to, to Lucio saying he's a creative director, which I totally disagree with. That guy is a fucking idiot. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> but, but anyway, so yeah, that duck. Okay, I have, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll just wait because I got stuff to say about that. So anyway, all right. So what is your top, your number five? Excuse me. Go ahead. So my number five is the New York Ripper. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. There so that's obviously where the duck noises came from. Um, released in 1982. Mm-hmm. This was probably one of his sleaziest films. Uh, It kind of went from his giallo hand to the kind of American slasher hand of his. It's obviously based in New York. Now, I'm not sure if it was actually filmed there. Probably not. So before I get too far into this, I'm going to explain a couple things about Italian cinema to a lot of people. It's all stuff I've recycled from the Dario Argento episode. So if you've watched that, then you can go ahead and skip this part. Pretty much what giallo means, it means it's uh, Italian for yellow. Now, it's called that because a lot of the crime films released in Italy used yellow posters because they learned that that obviously grabs your attention the most. So a giallo is pretty much a kind of whodunit crime slash slasher film. Now, it was before slashers were a thing, so it's what influenced slasher movies. And uh, so those are called giallo films. Uh, Gialli, if you will, plural, like cacti. Now, also, I know the thing that you hate about these movies is the way that they're dubbed. Mm -hmm. 
a lot of people hate it and i it is it kind of very is distracting um and the reason why they do that is because they don't have boom mics on set so they're not even recording their audio they're pretty much just recording their carcasses moving you know no noise is nothing <laughs> their carcasses yeah and I, I think it was um uh Susie harper or oh shit she played susan banyan in suspiria lucy oh, uh oh shit um oh, i know you're talking about it she was in phantom name. of the paradise and all kinds of stuff man oh that bothers me i can't think of her Fuck. i'll look it up keep talking keep okay talking. she i remember her saying how weird it was filming these films because she as you're kind of acting this scene out right next door they're hammering away making the new set stage for whatever they're gonna be filming the next day so you know uh filming was kind of hectic as audio wasn't recorded so they had to go in afterwards after the film was filmed and dub over their own lines and not only that but italian films were kind of so cheap that they would hire anybody regardless of country of origin to Mm. be in the film so it's just like hey what kind of actor can i get for a thousand dollars and some dude from the philippines some dude from japan some dude from you know switzerland They'll just ship them out and just be in the film. Like all, none of these people even speak the same goddamn language, you know. So that's how you can kind of tell when their lips are way off that that's what the situation is. Um, but yeah, okay, spiel, spiel over. Uh, New York Ripper. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, okay. It was Jessica Harper. Was the Jessica player. Harper? That's it. Yep. Okay, thank you for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. This one's just a little too kind of sleazy. Um, in my opinion, I, I don't really like slasher or giallo films that just kill random people. I like I like yeah. kind of a character development. I like to be connected to these characters before they get killed. And this one's just kind of d- killed at random. Um, the gore is pretty cool. Ob- I know mm-hmm. you have nothing positive to say kind of about the way that he, he does his films and the gore in his yeah. films. But I have a couple other films that does the gore a lot better. Um, and I will be talking about that. And this one came out in 82. This was after a lot of those films. So, right. But yeah, I mean, just the, the killer makes these duck noises and it just really gets old. Really, really old. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's about it. I think that's all I got to say about this one. I mean, the, the, the ladies in this film are very attractive. I'll, I will, that's one plus I'll say about this film is they're very attractive. So he knows how to pick the girls. So. Holy shit. Did you just give a positive? Uh, yes, that's probably the only positive I'm going to give. This entire <laughs> we'll podcast. see about that. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, you're right. We'll see. Because I might, I'm, you know, I may come around on some of this stuff. We'll see. Um, and I know I'm going to piss off a lot of people with this first pick. Um, my number five film that's, I, was, I think, is one of the worst films I've ever seen, honestly, has to be The House by the Cemetery. Bro, what the fuck, man? I, I know. Why? How? <laughs> Yeah. Is it because of Bob? No, it's just like watching this film, I felt like, I, okay, honestly, I felt like I was sitting on my bed in middle school and I'm like, I want to make a spooky film about like this house by a cemetery. And I know this house down the street has a cemetery. And I'm going to call my friend Bob and my other friend Joe and my other friend Billy. And I'm going to grab Susie and some other chick and be like, let's go to this house. And I have this old ass eight millimeter camera. And let's just, let's just act as we go along. Let's just make up as we go along. What would you and name? I have, some, I have some like spaghetti, uh, pray cemetery by the house. Maybe. Oh, that's good. That's a good name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that good. But like, 
this seems so primitive. Like it's, it's so, I don't know, man. I just, I, this movie just frustrates the fuck out of me, honestly. Um, I'm trying to look at my, my notes here to see what, what else I can say about this. Uh, the first kill is okay. Like it's really cheesy and like, it's so set up and it's so like, it, it feels like you're going like a walk through a haunted house, like back, like in the eighties, but they didn't know how to do, how to do haunted houses yet. And it's, it's it, like, they didn't, they didn't know what the fuck they're doing. So they said, we'll just, we'll just have someone sit there and we'll just stab them. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was just really weird. Um, it's in the beginning is really confusing. Like I understand what the fuck is. It was so long and drawn out and they talked too much and it didn't make sense. And I'm like, so you're going to go to this house that you see that you have on the wall and your boy sees this person in the, I was just so like, what the fuck? I don't know. Um, acting is terrible. I'm talking like, Oh God, my kids could do better than this. Honestly, all four of them could do way better than acting than all these people in this film. Um, the practical effects, I appreciate them. I'll just say that. I, I put practical effects are appreciated. <laughs> That's what I put in my notes. But they're just not good. Like, they're just, they're so, and I'll bring it up. I'll bring up one practical effect later on in the movie that, yeah, it's just, it's so bad. It's just, it's really bad. Um, okay, okay. I will give one positive about this film. I know, I know like I said, there's one positive, and it's kind of like, eh. This set is okay, like especially like the basement is kind of cool looking. Yeah, but you but you can tell it's so like it could have been just so much better with like better lighting. Lighting was just horrible. But um, what do you think of the the, the uh, bad guy, the way he looks? I mean, he looked okay. Um, it's yeah, like if it was like someone just starting out with like special effects makeup on Instagram, oh, like, Hey, I just God. want to try this out and see what it looks like. <laughs> everyone's like, so everyone's like, and, and everyone's like, <laughs> everyone's like, Oh yeah. You did, good job, buddy. Good, good job. Hey, it's, I'll, I'll like, I'll like the picture, but I won't share it in my story. You know, something like that. <laughs> um, I know. But anyway, one last thing and I'll stop humping this thing to death. The camera work is some of the worst camera work I've ever seen in any movie ever. It literally feels like a five-year-old is running around with his camera and just filming shit. Um, I, I just, I don't get it, dude. People say this, the movie is great. And I even posted it. I was watching it. And like, oh, they love this movie. I'm like, what? Do you just hate shitty cinema? Like, I just, I <laughs> don't understand this. So there's my take on The House by the Cemetery. Uh, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Yeah. Um, my, my flame suit is on. I'm batting down the hatches. I'm holding on for dear life. So... Give me a worse because I will just sit there and take it because I deserve it. Because so I'm surprised you didn't really have that much to say about Bob. He I, is honestly universally one of probably the most hated characters in horror history from what I've seen. See, like I just it didn't even matter to me honestly. <laughs> he just like whatever I'm bad, over it. Yeah, that's how bad it was. Like I just didn't care. Like I didn't care enough to. And the characters are very shallow. Like, you didn't really get connected to any of them whatsoever. I know this is a slasher film, but it's the, he tried to make you attach to these people. The way that he kind of builds a story, I could tell. But I'm like, I could give two shits about I could wish they all just die. I wish, the, I wish the villain would just get in there and wipe them all out and be done with it. And he'll go down to his grave and be like, all right, I'm out. Peace. God, you're brutal. I know. It's horrible, dude. Um, anyway, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hate me now? A little bit. Oh, Kevin! I'll, okay, make, I'll have, make it to you. I promise. Yeah, we have plenty of room for me to hate you more. So, extra blowjobs all around later tonight. Yes, so we'll good. see. We'll see about that. Yeah. 
God, man. <laughs> Keep out of your pants, too. Shit, I must really fucked up. Yeah, you did. <sighs> the guys and ladies, the the dream, the, the bromance is almost over. This may be this may be it right here. Might be the camel that broke the... Uh, or- the, cam- the camel toe that broke the camel's back. <laughs> the camel that broke the straws back. Yeah, yeah that's the camel. The camel toe that keeps on camelins. All right, oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Let's just get to number four because I'm. Yeah, let's just let's just go. Let's do it. Number four. Voodoo's just superstitious question. Well, whatever it is, it makes the dead stand up and walk. I've seen it with my own eyes. Priest by hanging himself opened the gates of hell. Speaking. What do you want? To dedicate a murder to you. In reality, he's, I would say, he's one of the most creative directors I have worked with. Liar. Liar. The fucking duck noise, dude. It's just so bad. <laughs> it's so much. I mean, okay, never mind. I'll stop. Okay, be up. Yeah, you're right. All right. So, number four, um, probably a movie that a lot of you would have higher in your lists. I have Zombie from 1979. So, hmm. Yes. Now, this one I've never been that big of a fan of. And I've only seen it like two times, and it's been a long time since I've seen it. I totally need to revisit it. I probably should have before I give my opinion on it, but Uh... look where we're at now. So, (laughs) um, this film is highly regarded as a classic. Um, It's kind of the first movie to kind of really bring brutal elements to zombie films. Now, obviously, you, you had Dawn of the Dead. Um, Day of the Dead hadn't come out yet, I don't believe. And so this one kind of really showed the grimy side. Now, Dawn of the Dead and all, and Night of the Living Dead and a lot of prior zombie films, you know, it was kind of just dead humans. This one, the zombies are like rotten and just, they're like little monsters almost, just extremely decomposed. And I kind of really enjoy that because it shows you, you know, it, it's it, it's not zombies that look human. It's right. pretty much what I'm trying to say, and I I, I think I like that aspect of it because I'm just tired of seeing like a guy just wearing. Speaking of that, why was everyone in Dawn of the Dead blue? I don't know. I guess because you're like you're, you're drained of all your blood. I guess maybe. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I yeah, that's, that's a that's a topic of conversation for a whole another day. Where Wes and I, I know we both agree on it that Dawn of the Dead is overrated. Um. but we're we're already receiving too much hate for this episode so we'll go down that (laughs) another day um so zombie man the the gore holy fuck is intense and now it's not only the gore that gets to you it's the matter of which now obviously the eye splinter scene Uh, is just fucking brutal and you've watched that scene right oh yeah okay so you you know what i'm talking about um just a lot of the kills are just absolutely just insane gross i love i love that i'm always down for that shit the zombie versus shark scene i Mm. wasn't a fan i don't know i didn't really maybe i just didn't understand i I, yeah man it's just watching it you're like what the fuck like i guess since you're a zombie you don't breathe so you could do that because i remember that being one of my quarrels with the film was that how the fuck is a zombie breathing but it's fucking dead you Numb skull. So that kind of answers that now, doesn't it? Yeah, it's alright. You're probably drunk. You're talking about yourself. I probably so was. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Uh, it's just very kind of in the middle of the road, in my opinion. Um, 
definitely do for a rewatch, I would say. I mean, uh, let me just say, I'll definitely be talking about this later on. So, Ooh. definitely. So I will say all I have to say about it. But yeah, like you said, it's one of those, you know, has, has so many iconic scenes in it. Seriously, like it's it's one of those movies that like, almost every horror fan has at least seen somewhere out there, you know, whatever they've been watching has come up or they've referenced in another film or something like that. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, anything else to add? Nope. That is it. Okay. So my second least favorite film. Yeah, there you go. I make sure I got that right. I feel like I'm saying that. Uh, another one I probably get a lot of hate for is City of the Living Dead. Oh, I know you don't. You even told me like, watch this film. It's probably one of the better ones. Like, no, I'm mad. Oh. I'm mad. I'm real mad I, now. I know. I know. I know. Um, it's the premise. The whole okay. Me being a Christian too, it's it just hit me weird. Like he just kind of like. So the whole thing is like the this priest hangs himself, and then I don't think I ever really caught the reason why. I mean, maybe I just missed that. I don't know. But he hangs himself in a cemetery and opens the gates of hell, like it says in the transition. Um, and like whenever you see him, like you're going to die or something. Like it just it's so weird. I don't get it. Um, it looks cheesy. The, the priest himself looks cheesy. He's fucking hanging there. Like you can tell he's hanging from his shirt. It's just weird. Um, yeah. Um, but it's this, this the start is so slow. It's so drawn out. It's so dramatic for no reason. And it's just like why. God, just get on with it. Let's see what else. You know, I want to see some fucking zombies kill some people. Let's go. Um, there's a blow-up doll that I think has the best acting chops in the entire film. Damn. Um, yeah, I know. It's just, it's, I mean, her mouth was perfectly, oh, you know, the oh, you know. Um, just, it was, you know, she's great. You know, props to you. If you've done other things, please, you know, forward me your, your Instagram page. I'll like you and follow you and share your stuff. So, um, uh, the acting again, like I said, the blow up dolls, the best actor in the whole film. Uh, I just, it's just not much in this film that I can talk about. Honestly, like the kills were okay. Like, so like the thing is like the person, the zombie will grab the person by the head and squeeze and like Play-Doh will come out. Is that what it is? Um, or, or like SpaghettiOs or I don't know what it is. You got to give the, the effects more respect than that. Dude, it's, it looks I, so good. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, I gotta stop for a second. Oh, oh my god! Uh, if you so okay, good. Okay, you and I, I think good are two totally different things. Yeah, we're gonna have to look. We're gonna have to throw this out to the people. Seriously, guys, please help us. Seriously, when we when we throw this episode out, please go on and t- you know tag us and some stuff, or just you know reply to the post, or do a story and tag us something. Wait, let us know what you think about the effect. I mean, okay, like I said, I appreciate. I completely appreciate the practical effects. Don't get me wrong on that. I that, that's fantastic you know, right there applause but like they're just not done very well at all like I said it looks like a fifth grader decided to try to do special effects and that's what even when she's it. throwing up all the guts and shit yeah it just doesn't oh, seem oh man get out of here I, don't, I know I know the old, okay like the I call it the maggot rain like that's weird in itself but that was actually a cool little shot that they did because like there's just maggots everywhere mm-hmm so I was like, holy shit, that's kind of crazy, but still looked great. But it was just kind of, oh, okay. And it's funny because the guy picks the phone up, dancing the phone. He's like shaking the phone off. <laughs> <laughs> Why into the phone, fucker? Just leave it and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> shit. I don't get it. I just, oh, wow. The writing is just not good at all. Like, it's just, it's so pointless. The movie is so pointless. You're pointless. Um, I mean, I guess the scene where the girl is trapped in the, in the, <laughs> 
<laughs> where she's trapped in the uh, coffin and the guy. Well, get, okay, well, let's, let's talk about this for one second. So the guy hears the lady in the coffin. So he goes back and he like grabs like this pickaxe and starts hitting it where the head would be. So if she's alive or something's alive in there, you're going to hit it in the head. Yeah. Almost hit it I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You're going to kill her before you get her out. I, I mean, dude, oh my God. I know it's done for dramatic effect, but like seriously, that's one of Okay, that right there. Listen up, people. That is the dumbest thing in cinema history. I'm going to say it right now. Oh, that no. Is the, There's so that is much the worse. dumbest thing I've ever seen in cinematic history. Taking a pickaxe and hitting hitting the coffin right where the head's going to be, trying to save the person inside, but also trying to impale them at the same time. I just that's that's stupidity beyond stupidity. That's I don't know. I can't I can't say anymore. It's just, I'm, I'm mad. I know. I'm getting I know. more and more pissed. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Um, I'm pretty sure I know where this film this film lands on your list, but hmm. I'm just going to stop and just say. If you like to be tortured for an hour and 20 minutes with some middle school bullshit, this is perfect for you. Just watch it, enjoy it, laugh at it, indulge yourself, whatever you got to do. Watch it naked. I don't know. Just anything you want to do. Just, just, just get at it. Let's move on. Let's move on. I'm <laughs> moving along. <laughs> All right. Number three. Let's do this. Let's just, let's just get through it. I'm done. Number three. Voodoo's just superstitious for you. Well, whatever it is, it makes the dead stand up and walk. I've seen it with my own eyes. It's a priest who, by hanging himself, opened the gates of hell. Speak it. What do you want? To dedicate a murder to you. In reality, he's, I would say, he's one of the most creative directors I have worked with. All right, so I'm going to bust out a movie we haven't talked about yet, and that is The Beyond from 1981. All right. Now, well, this is... guess what? Go, guess oh. what? That's one of our three films. Hey, okay, perfect. So, okay, it falls right in the middle of both of our lists. Uh, mm-hmm. Something we might agree on, I guess, so far. Well, you know, I'm, I'm on the downslope here in the upslope, so... <laughs> no, the gore in this film is awesome. The kind of atmosphere, it's just kind of... It, is very unique, and I think that's very important when a film can create a unique atmosphere, obviously with the thousands of horror films there are out there. This one, it just kind of falls short to me, and I'm not sure why, because it rings all the bells and whistles, but I'm left at the end with kind of the feeling of, did I really give a shit? Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly my point. Um, It's just not a lot happened, I, I love the ethereal kind of feeling of it. But yeah, I mean, there's just not really a lot to talk about, honestly, weirdly enough. Yeah, with, with the plot, the plot is very thin and real, just convoluted to me. So I don't know. I yeah. Don't, so, I mean, it's in the middle of my list, so I don't hate it, obviously. But it's another one true. I don't love either. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I like it just yeah. fine. <laughs> I know you do. Um, <laughs> I put in my notes too, I said, there's so much time wasted on pointless cameras following people around. Like there's, it's in his film, there's so much waste. Like I said, there's so much wasted time in his films that leads to nothing. It leads to nothing. It leads to absolutely 
to the next scene. It just takes you from one scene to the next. I'm like, I didn't need to see this chick walking from the kitchen to the dining room, to the living room, to the bedroom, and then laying down on the bed. I don't need to see that. I don't give a fuck. So yeah. honestly, I'll probably, if, honestly, if he had taken those, all that extra shit out of his movies and made them real short, I probably liked him. Honestly, I, I think it's, he loses me in all of the drawn out shit. That's where he loses me right there. Yeah, I, uh, I can the, see that. Yeah. Okay. And I, the, and I the act, and the act, yeah, the acting is also shitty too, but anyway, with that one. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much yeah. 80% of, uh, 80s horror movies and 100% of 80s Italian horror movies. Yeah. But like, but like, I mean, okay. 80s films are not the greatest for acting, but I'm telling you what, right here, talking about one 80s film right now, a nightmare on the street. Dude, Heather Langenkamp and Freddy oh, Krueger, yeah. fucking bring it hard, fast, right up your ass, Whoa. rocket, boom, just right there. Oh. But you take this film and it's like, God, what the hell just happened? And even talking early '80s, even Friday the Thirteenth. I know I was talk- I've talked shit about Miss Voorhees, um, but she's even better than any of the actors in any of these films. So that's saying a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, the fake spiders. Like there was real spiders and fake spiders, and you could so tell which ones were fake and which were not. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, the, oh my god, it was so bad. Um, I just, <laughs> also, he makes me laugh. I just, I'm just, I'm going, what the fuck? I just, I, what? okay, whatever. And why the guy falls off of the ladder you know, in the library thing? He falls and he's laying there, and the spider just like he's laying there. Like he fell off maybe what, like five feet. Like you could get up. And you're just letting these spiders like eat your eyeballs and stuff and like stick their fangs in your mouth. And what? This, oh, God. <laughs> Tell us <sighs> how you really feel. One more thing before we go. <laughs> before you move on. Um, again, practical effects, bravo. Um, but just not done well. Um, the one thing they did do right in this film that I kind of like was the, I guess it was a stake to the back of the head and the eyeball pops out. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. It, it didn't look real, but it was still kind of cool to see. So, um, and the ending just the ending actually had a little bit of promise. Like I thought they were going to go somewhere with it, but it, like I said, the plot just was like, you know, just sputtered out for me. So, <sighs> Kevin, 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 what are we going to do with you, man? I just don't understand your love for shitty ass cinema. Hey, get out of here, Demon Wind. I mean, right there. Yeah, I, I mean, it's beautiful, and you know it. I think. I think that's the first time we brought Demon Wind up this entire series. Uh, yeah, it's I, yeah, it's been a minute. Wow, it has really been a long time since we've mentioned that shitty, shitty, shitty ass film. Oh, get out of here! You don't hate wow. it that much. Here, okay, well, okay, I, you know what? I don't, and here's why: this groundbreaking guy. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you're a true fan because you're about to hear some epic Einstein shit right here. I think that all of Fulci's films are worse than Demon Wind. Damn. That says a lot. I don't know whether I love that statement or hate it. Um, I'd say I, I need you to be kind of split between on that one. So, and seriously, add me. Uh, people always say, don't add me. No, fucking add me. Cause I want, I will fight you to the death. On this <laughs> shit. Like fucking at me. <laughs> Ice girl. Um, yeah. All right. So I think we've said anything else to add about this movie. Mm, no. You want to say it sucks. I will refuse. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> all right, let's just get on to number two here because, like I said, this I, I, I think I know where we're going with this, but I guess we'll uh, have to wait and see. Number two. Voodoo's just superstitious for you. Well, whatever it is, it makes the dead stand up and walk. I've seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> so by hanging himself, 
opened the gates of hell. Speaking, what do you want? To dedicate a murder to you. He, in reality, he's, I would say, he's one of the most creative directors I have worked with. <laughs> that duck is funny, man. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, number two, a film you've mentioned already, House by the Cemetery, 1981. Wow, that's pretty high on the list, too, dude. Yes. Now, this is a film that I've noticed plays slower every time I watch it. The first time I watched it, I was, like, blown away. I was like, holy fucking shit. I think, honestly, this was my first Fulci film I've ever seen, believe it or not. So, um, I love Dr. Oh, fuck, what's his name? Is it Freudstein? Uh, I think so. Oh, my God. Something like that. Anyway, um, yeah, Uh, I I love the, I love the way he looks. I love, he's so fucking creepy, dude. Um, the kills are awesome, but don't really happen that often. You'll hear people call this one a slasher movie. I think he only killed like five people, honestly. That's not bad. I mean, yeah, he he kills the couple at the beginning, and then like, I'm not okay. I'm not gonna spoil any. Fuck it. This movie came out in 1981. He kills the kids' parents. Um. (laughs) Uh, Bob lives, unfortunately. <laughs> One of the, probably the most annoying kids in all of horror uh, history, right next to the kid from the Babadook. That's what I was about to say. Yep, yep. They're yeah. both just awful. Just absolutely yeah. disgusting. If we got in a room together, that would be the worst thing ever. I would just so. die. Yep, pretty much. Um, But yeah, I love the makeup, the special effects, the, the kills. Uh, the dad, he rips his fucking throat out. I thought that shit was pretty gnarly. Yeah, still looks like shit, but yeah, I was just, right. Get the fuck out. Yeah, it, <laughs> there's just like this grossness to it, just this griminess to it, like the house. And the, the house is really fucking creepy. And I remember there's a scene where it's like the kid is looking at a picture and there's a girl in the window of the house in the picture and then like she like disappears yeah. and then like she'll show up again. And there's yeah. just kind of like that yeah, creepy that, that, tendency and... Yeah, that's the very first of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I just kind of think that this might be one of his more kind of scarier films. I I think it's probably one of his more coherent in terms of like a plot and what's going on. Obviously, it's just about this fucking house by a cemetery where there's this like demonic being living. I don't even know if he's demonic. He's I think he's human. Yeah, uh, he's partially human. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, whatever the fuck he is, a zombie living in the basement. So, yeah, the kid lives um hooray i guess <laughs> but yeah wow. this is one i like a lot but every, every time i do revisit it, it 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 goes a little bit more slow mm, it's definitely slow guys slower than the fucking creeping edge man i'm telling you <laughs> Woo. Yeah. well is that all you got to say about that one i do believe so what do you have for number two I can't see what else you can say about it other than it sucks. But anyway, uh, my number two film, honestly, I label this film as a horror comedy because it really, I laugh my ass off a lot of this shit. Um, the New York Ripper. Oh, um, yes. Okay. And just the duck thing just gets me. I just, it, every time I heard it, it made me laugh. Um, <laughs> the storyline makes no sense. Like, I thought it was going to be what it was, but then it just, I don't know. When I just stopped paying attention, honestly. I was like, oh, this is dumb. Um the fact that the guy that's supposed to have two fingers cut off on his right hand, you can actually see the fingers every time they show his hand. I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> sure that you don't see the fingers when you're supposed to be cut off. That's, it's 1982, that pissed, man. That pissed me off big time. I was like, whatever. Um, 
and like the acting is so dramatic in this. Like it's oh, it's so over dramatic. Like it's it's like it, it's like Fulci said, play this, play your parts like you're you having an orgasm twenty four seven. But it's like it's so it's at like the height the whole time, and you're trying to breathe, and like you you win the lottery, and like you but you're also getting killed at the same time. Hmm. And, and that's what it felt like. They were just like, oh, yeah, just, just like that the entire time. <laughs> is that and how it happens for you? That's, I mean, <laughs> you should, you should know. I mean, come on. True. I mean, you should know all this stuff by now. How is you not paying attention while I'm arriving? Or, I wasn't going to go that far, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back to this shitty ass film. Um, yeah. Like and what's up with like the live sex show right in the middle of the movie? Like yeah, I don't know, two man. People he does that just, erotic thing a lot. Yeah, I mean, this is more. This is more than no. This is more than just erotic. This is actually two people having sex just right there, and people are in the audience, like in like a theater, watching this. And I'm like, I'm guessing this was a thing back in the you know 70s and 80s, but like, yeah, you never been just, to a sex show, man. Come on, now. I've been to a donkey show, but not to a sex oh. show. Um, it's I'll pretty much the same thing, just two humans instead of an animal involved. <laughs> I just. It was just weird. Like, I just felt like, okay, this is strange. Why are we doing this? Um, so you're saying it's one to watch with your kids? Oh, totally. It's definitely a family film. You know, just, put, just slap Disney on there somewhere. Seriously, it's just that good. Um, I, <laughs> I, put, <laughs> I put, the acting makes me want to stab myself in the eye with a piece of broken wood. Oh, zombie reference. Okay. Uh, yeah, I referenced uh, another film. So, um yeah, the kills are mediocre. They're kind of weird. The, the one I thought was actually okay was the uh, the one in with the girl on the boat in the car. I thought that was kind of cool looking. Yeah, uh, still not still not great, but it was kind of cool looking. Um, just the duck sound, man. Every time I every time I heard that, I just laughed my ass off. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things where you're just like, eh. I, you know, even I was like, it's not even creepy. It's just laughable. You know, it's just one of those things like it's not creepy. That's just kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was, I guess it was unique at the time. I guess Donald Duck was pretty big at the time. So it's like, why not capitalize on that? But anyway. I doubt that they actually went for like a, that type of thing. They may have, you never know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It is what it is. Um, yeah, this is, I mean, like I said, if you're looking for a funny, you know, lighthearted, uh, sexy, weird New York crime slasher film, don't watch it. Just watch something else. Um, but <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Let's just. just <laughs> I just don't know. Let's just. Let's. You know what? I'm just gonna play this number one, and it's just. Let's just get this over with. Number one. Voodoo's just superstitious question. Well, whatever it is, it makes the dead stand up and walk. I've seen it with my own eyes. Priest who, by hanging himself, opened the gates of hell. Speaking, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> In reality, he's every time. One of the most creative directors I have worked with. Oh, oh, man. I wish I could do that voice, Chuck. It's only do right now, but I can't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> uh, okay, number one. All right. City of the Living Dead. Now, uh, yeah, I knew this, this. I knew this was coming. Yep, this is one I told you to watch because obviously I think it is the pinnacle of Lucio Fulci's films. It is. This is his least 
boring film, I think. I think there's always something going on. I love kind of the, the zombies in this film. I love the grossness. I love all the maggots. There's more maggots in this film than I went to high school with. Hardy har Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Woo! Ba-da-da-tsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, this is brutal, man. There's a lot of shit in this film that goes down, and it's just gore-filled. It's it's massive. And it's that's not for everyone. You thought it looked fake. I thought it was excellent because the way that these zombies like fucking killed people, dude, they would literally just grab you by the back of your head and just fucking squish it and just pull a chunk of your head off. I just think that's I mean, so brutal. I mean, in theory, that sounds amazing. I mean, it, it looks really does. fucking awesome, too. It looks like a fifth grader did it. You did, look looks like you did it. I mean, probably. I probably did all the Lucio Fulci's uh, special effects. Yeah. You I wouldn't be around him within a six foot radius. Probably not, because that'd probably tell me he sucks ass and he'd punch me in the face. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, dude, the fucking scene with the girl in the car and she looks at the priest and like if you look him in the eyes for some reason you throw up all your guts, bro. See, why is that though? Why didn't I explain that? I yeah, know. I don't. You just can't. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> just let it be. And, and she's throwing up her guts, dude. And they use like real animal guts mm. and. Like, obviously, you could tell the difference between, like, the scenes that are actually her and then they use, like, was that the blow-up doll you were talking about? Probably, yeah. And, and then they have, a, a, obviously, a doll stand-in where they're just pushing guts through its mouth, dude. I thought that yeah. that part was gnarly, man. I, I watched this film the first time. I was, I was I was blown away by special effects. Again, you aren't a fan, but th- this film has, honestly, some of the cooler, b- better ones, I think. I love it. I, I love it. There's, I love the action. I, there's a lot. And that's the thing. That's why I like this movie so much is there's a lot going on. If you like this movie, check out a uh, another movie called um, – fuck, what's it called? Demon Wind. Burial Ground. Check out Burial Ground. If oh, you like God. Is that I, with the 10-year-old man yes. boy? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah. mommy, I want some milk. Even though this kid's like 25 years old, but he like, can't, tell, <laughs> can't tell if he's 45 or if he's – five you know there's that weird thing and then he starts like and his mom's like yes son you may suckle the teat so he just (laughs) bites her fucking booby off dude like that's not a a cinematic masterpiece i don't know what the fuck is i just i don't know man i I don't know anyway city of the living dead anyway (laughs) um this movie actually has catriona mccall mccall who is wow. also Let's... in the Beyond and House by the Cemetery? She is right. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, in the trio, she's she's a beautiful woman. Um, bless her soul for being in all of these. I believe she actually has a key to Atlanta for some reason. Mm, yeah, uh, stand by me, real quick. I look up my. I actually wrote a review of this film a long time ago, and um, I know she was given the keys for somewhere, but I can't necessarily remember. Well, if you want to find out, go look up Slashing Captain's Reviews uh, oh. and check it out. Yeah, there a plug in there. All right. I like to plug you up all the time. Holy hello. So um, she was given a golden key to the city of Savannah, Georgia. So that that is um, where Atlanta is. So that's where I – okay. That's where I connected it all, which I, I, I'm and sorry if you live in Atlanta, just personally my least favorite uh, yeah. city I've ever been to. No kidding, but uh, all that you just said was totally pointless. So thank you for all that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Actually, while I'm so, here too, since I'm this sorry, is my I'm favorite sorry. movie, I'm gonna elaborate 
and I'm going to give all these fun facts, okay? Um, in the scene where the windows are opened and all the maggots fly in, it's actually Mm -hmm. 22 pounds of maggots. Oh my god, that's a lot of maggots. Yes, that's a lot of maggots. Uh, Lucio Fulci makes a cameo in this film as Dr. Joe Thompson. He usually does, Mm -hmm. uh, cameos in his film, which actually the film that neither of us talked about, well, actually you still have your number one, so, but Cat in the Brain, where honestly, he's like the fucking lead character. It's real weird. I Obviously, it's not my top five, so I wasn't a fan. But yeah, man, I like this one a lot. There's 13 kills in this movie, so it's nice and ramped up. Um, if I had to recommend a film from Lucio Fulci, it would be City of the Living Dead, also known as The Gates of Hell, also known as probably a lot of other movies. Also known as... You're... Yeah, I am sometimes, but, you know, I'm old, so that happens. I'm old. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's move on to this film, which I don't think is horrible, but I don't think it's really good at all. But we'll just split the difference between that. Zombie is my number one pick, mm, whatever okay. that means for anything. So we have... Um, I think our top five was all the same movies. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, 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 it was, just different order. So Interesting. Well, except for the middle, because we shared number three. We've shared that. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's just say that the plot itself is very thin. Uh, it, it's okay. It's probably one of the stronger ones, honestly, which I'm like, okay, well, that's not too bad. Uh, too much dialogue, though. Too much drama. It feels like a soap opera sometimes. Like, eh, whatever, you know, it is what it is. Um, but there are, there is the shot, you know, where they're on the boat and the girl takes her shirt off. You're like, okay, we got some titties. All right. Well, here we go. We're moving along. And then the coup de grace of all of his films, the shark and the zombie fight, probably my favorite thing in any of his films. That's not great. <laughs> it doesn't it's make great any sense. All, but it's fantastic because it's, it, the way they filmed it is pretty cool, actually. It actually looks pretty, pretty decent. Um, but yeah, it's just, and it's like a, it's like a nurse shark. Or it's like not even a shark that's like, is mean. It's just like one of those sharks. So, um, but I think it was, I think it was pretty cool though. Um, and like <laughs> the scene, okay. So the wife, the wife of uh, the the scientist or whatever, the doctor, uh, is left alone at the house. And of course, the zombies get in, and that's the one where she gets her eye impaled on the wood, which is brutal as fuck. I mean, good god. Um, honestly, they, uh, they shouldn't have shown the wood going into her eye. They uh, actually they should have shown it going to the eye, but then cut because after that, it gets really cheesy after that. But it could have made an impact a lot more if they had not shown so much. But that's just my opinion. Uh, but then after that, they all go to the house to find her. And literally, they walk in and see her on the floor getting eaten by these zombies. And they all literally stand there and watch as this just happens. What would like you they're do? Just stand there, just out, not stand there. Like, I would have got the fuck out or start beat the fuck out of them. It takes them literally like two minutes before they even move to do anything. I'm like, okay, let's stand there and watch this lady get eaten, I guess. It's whatever. Um, uh, the... <laughs> Like the, the zombies in the ground, like half of them were like, you can see them like their faces are sticking up out of the ground. Like you can see them laying there. It's like, I don't understand what that's all about, but, mm-hmm. um, but I guess that them coming out of the ground is pretty cool looking. It's not the greatest I've ever seen. Uh, I think return of living dead is probably the best one to pull that off, but, uh, not, not, not horrible. Uh, the ending, the ending scene where they're in the little shack or whatever, that's I guess that's okay. But at the very, very end, it's just kind of dumb to me. I don't know. It's all kind of just doesn't wrap up very well. Um, but it's, it's not, this is not a terrible movie, but it's also like a good movie. It just is what it is. A lot of iconic scenes. So I, it's, I kind of, kind of gravitate toward that. Um, 
if, if you like zombie films, it's not a bad film to watch. Honestly, it's not one of my, it's not even my top fifteen, but like, it's not bad. So, yeah. There you go. All right. Well, we did it. We didn't kill each other, so that's good. I mean, you're mad, and I'm gonna have to do a lot of back rubs and buy a lot of flowers and take a lot of dinners to make up for this. But you know what? I'll I'll work my way back into your heart. I promise. Yeah, we'll see about that. God, I'm such a fuck up, man. Ah, romance is dying, mm-hmm. people. It's it's just right going before your eyes right now. Right before you're hearing it right now. I've really got to just do something to pull this out of the mire. I may have to give Demon Wind a better review. That may be what's going to make it all better. So Yeah, we'll see. God, man, you were really pissed off at me. Okay. Anyway, there it is. There's our first ever top and bottom five ever. And hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we may try to do that in the future. I'm sure there's other movies that Kevin loves that I hate or vice versa. We can pull out of our hats or out of our asses or whatever. Oh, yeah. We'll find that out in future episodes for sure. Totally. Oh, totally. So um, this is one of those episodes I was not looking forward to, but actually I had a fun time doing it. So yeah. Yeah, actually preparing for it. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I stand corrected. So I stand erected and corrected. Oh, so. Lord have mercy. Um, yeah, I know. Um, so there you go. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll uh, plug some people here uh, before you plug yourselves up, of course. Um, some podcasts you have to go check out. Um, Alone in the Dark podcast just dropped uh, an awesome episode of Is... A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, the best sequel in the franchise. I uh, listened to it. It was a fantastic episode. Go check it out. They did a great job. They do a lot of that, you know, the you know, com- compare contrast or uh, stuff like that. It's really cool to, to listen to all their ideas on these different films and how one's better than the other or whatever. So check them out. Dolls of Horror, fucking awesome. Go check them out. Uh, a podcast on Elm Street, another great one. Uh, listen to them. They've been pumping them out like crazy. That's why those guys don't ever stop. It's crazy how many they put out. Uh, which had the stamina to do that. Good God, um, we used to back when we were kids. Seriously, man. Uh, last week. year we were, we, we, boom, boom, we were just ready to go. But now it's like, oh God, another podcast. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, and of course, last but not least, Tennessee Horror Basement, and they have a whole bunch of stuff they're doing under their umbrella. Uh, Tennessee Horror News Network that we're on. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing us with all your listeners and just the masses. We really appreciate it. But go check out all their stuff. They have a bunch of YouTube stuff, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Go check them out on all their different channels and apps and all that stuff. So uh, just some really great guys over there. Um, thank you again to the patrons. I forgot the patrons. Thank you again so much, guys. You keep us going and just make this you, – you, I heard, I heard uh, uh, Mike from Alone of the Dark say this. Donating to us, it keeps us interested. It keeps us going. keeps us wanting to put out the best content we can. So, seriously, we just, we really appreciate you guys and what you guys do for us. And uh, Of course, the merch sales have been really good, and, and we just really appreciate you guys for that. We're coming out with some new stuff soon, hopefully. We're still working on a few ideas, so – be patient with us. We have some of the great stuff coming out. So, um, and I guess we'll plug ourselves up. It's time. Uh, you can find us. On, yeah, about time. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and it's a horror podcast. Same on Facebook. Fuck Twitter. Fuck, Twitter. Fuck it. Right in the ass. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at old man ghostface and yours is slashing captain. And go check out all those reviews. You can find them on the hashtag of slashing captain reviews. Uh, so go check all those out. He has some really great ideas on a lot of great films, a lot of great ideas on really bad films, and we'll cut the difference in half. Thank you, sir. Um, 
<laughs> I always try to make sure I share your stuff so everyone can check your stuff out because I know you have some great reviews. So, Shucks. yeah, you know, it is. Um, now we didn't can, discuss what we're doing next week. We we you know we didn't do that. Wow, we got so involved in Lucio. I guess we just totally forgot about that. So, you know what? Why don't we just do that right now as we sit here? Um, so, Fulci is of course one of the older uh, directors. So mm-hmm. I guess it's time to do a newer director. We talked about doing a few. Um, I think we talked about maybe doing, oh gosh. I've got one um, in mind that we haven't the, discussed actually. Oh, okay. Please uh, just listen. What about Tim Burton? Holy shit. I didn't even think about Tim Burton. Yeah. Wow. Dude, I'm all over that. Hey, okay. It. Okay. We need to set some ground rules here. Yes. Does this have to be just strictly horror films? I know you pulled in a non-horror film for, uh, um, uh, Ramy, so is it cool if he pulled in stuff that's not horror related? Um, I feel like all of his films could technically be considered horror in one aspect or the other. Like it's like his okay. Batman movie, I, I, they all have like a tinge. Um, oh man, that's tough. Let's try to keep it horror, but one or two is fine. Okay, okay, right, okay. Let, let's just say one, one non horror. Let's there you go. Way. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, there we go. All right, so look forward to that one non horror, and the rest are going to be just badass because. Everyone knows how much I love Tim Burton, so I know you love him too. So, oh my yeah. god, I'm so excited! It's uh, gonna be a good is, weekend. I'm excited now. <laughs> I really am excited. Okay, so there you go. Tune in next time for another than Tim fucking Burton. Uh, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here because I'm hungry and I'm old. I need my pudding cup and my pill, and it's time to go. So time. it is, man. So until next time, my name is Wes. I'm Kev, and we'll see you next time. See you. I won't.